So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. Water is pretty amazing. It's good. It gets a like from me. You know, it's just from like, you know, on a scale to from zero to ten, it might. I don't know. The thing is, like, yeah, uh, well, it's a ten. It's a ten. No, let's say it's a ten. It's gonna be a ten. You know, what do you think? I think it's a ten. <laughs> and with this weird intro, welcome to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast. Um, I guess this episode's gonna be a little tiny bit different, just because, you know, in the last episode I was just shouting around like a dumb ass, and uh, it just leads me to just feeling really dizzy, and just having a voice that doesn't sound too natural for me, and therefore I'm going to just, I don't know, like reduce the amount of energy that I'm having somehow, I don't know where I'm getting it from, to be honest, because I'm basically just fucking myself to some degree. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah. Um, we're actually going ahead with the James Clear article that we went through yesterday or that we started yesterday. And it is about, it's about work-life balance, you know. I'm trying to recap everything that we are talking or we have been talking about in this one. And so just, just to show you, because it's a really important picture, it is about the four burner theory. And the four burner theory says that there is a burner for a certain category. You know, as you might can see here on a screen, it depends on your screen. And you're going to have a burner for health. You're going to have a burner for work. You're going to have a burner for family. And you're going to have a burner for friends. The thing there is, you're not able to let everything burn. You know, which means like one of those four things and actually two of those things can burn and or one of those things cannot burn, basically. Um, they say, as I'm just reading it there, um, so the four burner theory says that in order to be successful, you have to cut off one of your burners and in order to be really su successful, you have to cut off two of them. Um, which means like, okay, you know, you might be cutting off family and friends and then you have health and work. You know, if you're just really about work and if you're really about being successful in your work life, then this might be the way to go. And I'm I'm seeing it myself, you know, something that I've been also talking about yesterday. I'm seeing it with myself, you know, it's the thing is with work and health and let's say family, it won't work out. It just won't work out. You know, if, a fam if you're having a family at home, but you're actually trying to really get successful with the work that you're doing, you're just having to put in the work, you know, it is just what it is, you know, no matter what you want, in the end, you're going to just put in the work, you're going to just have to do something, and in the end, in the end, it's going to be just at the cost of health, at the cost of sleeping hours, at the cost of maybe, uh, unfortunately, feeling good, you know, because, I don't know, if you're getting exactly one hour of sleep each night, I don't know, I wouldn't feel good, I don't know how you're feeling, but I wouldn't really feel good. So 
like yeah you know in theory you know as i've been just receiving it as i've been seeing it as i've been experiencing it this kind of theory definitely just has some truth to it and um the thing is as he has also been uh, as he has also been just talking about it um we are trying to to ditch that we are trying to through money through buying stuff in general through uh, all sorts of things you know we're actually trying to let burn way more than we are able to let burn which means like by buying as he pointed out buying a standing desk you know a desk you can stand at which, which would actually be a pretty great thing for me because i would like to stand you know i would like to just stand here and talk to you while i'm standing it just sounds pretty good to be honest it really sounds good the thing is um this would would have or would be a way to to manage your health you know because you're standing and it is obviously a little bit better than sitting all day long and you're getting the work done and the thing there is well it is not that easy it is really not just that easy because because really important because you're trying to to find any shortcuts you're trying to find shortcuts while you're doing this and because the thing is yeah of course you know a standing desk might be better you know a standing desk might be better than desk than a normal desk the thing there still is it's not gonna make you super fucking healthy you know if you're eating like shit and if you're just not sleeping enough if you're sleeping two hours or half an hour each night you're gonna feel bad you're not gonna feel good you really won't and even your standing desk wouldn't just do it then you know your standing desk might even be just worsening it because you're standing with one hour of fucking sleep and for me it just doesn't sound that healthy um but yeah this is what we have been talking about yesterday or this is also what james clear has been talking about yesterday and um we might be able to finish this to yeah we should be, we should be, you know, I think we even should have been able to, um, to finish this up the first time, but yeah, you know what it is like, you know, you know what it is like with the podcast, then you're thinking about other things, and then you just, yeah, talk about other things and whatsoever, but we are starting with options, you know, the first option is outsource burners, um, I think he is now talking about some ways how you could well, what I'm seeing there is basically some ways how you could actually do everything or let it burn, everything let burn, every burner. And uh, the first option would be outsourcing burners, which actually seems to be or sounds pretty good, you know, on first sight. I don't know, maybe it's just some bullshit as well or again, but we will see. We will definitely see. So option one, outsource burners. We outsource small aspects of our lives all the time. We buy fast food so we don't have to cook. We go to the dry cleaners to, to save some to save time on laundry. We visit the car repair shop so we don't have to fix our own automobile. Outsourcing small portions of your life allows you to save time and spend it elsewhere. Can you apply the same idea to one quadrant because they just call it quadrant, you know, because it's four quadrants, you know, work, life, balance, I'm joking, um, work, family, health and friends. And um, yeah, we're definitely doing that. You know, just definitely a lot of people are doing that. A lot of people are doing that. Yeah. Yo, yo. I'm gonna be a rapper. 
<laughs> nah, I think, uh, yeah, you know, at least English rap, I think this wouldn't work. I guess, I don't know, maybe in a, th in a few years of living in an English-speaking country or something, then uh, it might be working for me. You know, it might be just, yeah, it might actually be working. But, you know, at this point in time, I, I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't say so. Um, so can you apply the same idea to one quadrant or of your life and free up time to focus on the other three burners? So work is the best example. For many people, work is the hottest burner on the stove. It is where they spend the most time and it is the last burner to get turned off. In theory, entrepreneurs and business owners can outsource their work burner. Yeah, they could. They really could. They do it by hiring employees. In my article on the three stages of failure, I covered Sam Car Carpenters. Carpenters. It is actually called Carpenters. Um, I'm sorry. Carpenters' story about building businesses, build business systems that allow him to work just two hours per week. So it is basically about the two-hour work week, isn't it? Ha ha ha. Lol. <laughs> nah. Thing is, um, I. Yeah, he outsourced himself from the daily work for the business while still re reaping the financial benefits. Parenting is another example. Working parents are often forced to outsource their family burner by dropping their children off at daycare or hiring a babysitter. Calling this outsourcing might seem a little bit unfair, but like the work example above, parents are paying someone else to keep the burner running while they use the time elsewhere. The advantage of outsourcing it, the advantage of outsourcing is that you can keep the burner running without spending your time on it. Unfortunately, removing yourself from the equation is also a disadvantage. Most entrepreneurs, artists and creators I know would feel bored and without a sense of purpose if they had nothing to work on each day. It would actually, like, it would be the exact same thing for me. It would just so incredibly fuck with me. It, I, I would just, I don't know, you know, if I wouldn't actually do the podcast, if I wouldn't do the content, and if, if I wouldn't do, if I would actually do nothing, you know, if I would, I don't know, if I would just watch YouTube all day long, I wouldn't be happy. I would be so unhappy because I hate the feeling of not doing something that just makes sense. I don't know, just laying around all day long by doing nothing just doesn't make any sense for me. It makes some sense for me if it is about rest. But, you know, if there's nothing to rest from, then it is just really quite, yeah, why? Why? You know, why are you doing this? It's just a waste of your life time to some degree. Some people are just really happy doing this, you know. And if you're really happy doing this, just please keep doing that. Like, really don't just start a podcast and really don't just do anything else. But watch your fucking series. I wouldn't say that you're going to be just happy for the long term, though, but yeah, you know, you have to think about it for yourself. Still, uh, it, it would really, it would, it would really make me so incredibly unhappy. I couldn't even just, I couldn't even just tell this to you in words. Yeah, like there is no word for for how I would feel then. I couldn't. I couldn't. And this is also one of the reasons why I'm I'm actually able to stick to it so incredibly much. Like I'm doing it every day, you know, and I'm not thinking about stopping it, you know. Even though I might feel dizzy while I'm recording sometimes because I'm just having such a lot of energy or I'm just doing something, you know, I have to figure that out. 
or it might be something uh, something very stressful sometimes you know especially if i'm having to do something different then it is really something like yeah you know i sometimes feel like okay i don't know not having the podcast would save me some time now not having the podcast would just save me some stress now but the thing is like everything that is really good just takes quite some work and i find it pretty good to be honest you know because i don't know like wouldn't it be bur- burning wouldn't it be burning wouldn't it be boring if uh, if like everything was i don't know if everything was so just incredibly easy and incredibly just easy to get and whatsoever i think it just it just wouldn't then be worth it wouldn't it you know it would just be really boring it would just be boring at least in my point of view in my point of view at my in my i always just really mix them up mix them up but yeah, let's actually go ahead reading, you know? Let's actually go ahead with the reading part, you know? Yeah, that's me. That's me, the reader, you know, because I, I'm the reader. Yeah. <laughs> never mind. Never, ever mind. Um, so, the advantage of outsourcing is that you can keep the burner running. Oh, I've read that already. So I know, uh, I know would feel bored and without a sense of purpose if they had nothing to work on each day. Every parent I know would rather spend time with their children than drop them off at a daycare. It is actually the case, you know. I think that, and I haven't been in a position, but I assume that people and uh, parents are really feeling not good about that, you know. I think they're really not feeling good about the fact that they, that they actually have to do it, you know, because of that job, you know, because they have to do something, because they work, because they just, I don't know, whatever they're doing because they're just having to do something else. I really think that this is not just their, I don't know, it's not their favorite thing, I would say. So outsourcing keeps the burner running, but is it running in a meaningful way? I guess actually not. You know, in terms of parenting, like, of course, there's going to be a babysitter, but the babysitter is, the babysitter, the babysitter is not parenting your children. And I think the babysitter shouldn't also, you know, it still depends on how you think about it and how you like just, I don't know, your society and your world is structured. But as I'm thinking about it, it is mainly like, okay, I'm having a babysitter and the babysitter just looks after my children so that they don't kill themselves by accident. You know, if I'm just away or something, this is just how I think about just babysitters. I don't know, there might be some other definition for them. There might be just some other reason why, I don't know, maybe... I don't know, if you're having a babysitter that is just around all day long, you might be actually having them for parenting your children as well. I know it, it, yeah, it could work, you know, I think it would work. But yeah, you know, option two, embrace constraints. One of the most frustrating parts of the four burners theory is that it shines a light on, on your untapped potential. It can be easy to think, if I only had more time, I could make more money or get in shape and spend more time at home. No, you wouldn't, you fucker. You wouldn't. <laughs> so one way to manage this problem is to shift your focus from wishing you had more time to maximizing the time you have. In other words, you embrace your limitations. The question to ask yourself is, assuming a particular set of constraints, how can I be as effective as possible? And that's very important because the thing is, and like, the funny thing there is, you know, 
as I'm just thinking about it, you know, as I'm just kind of um, just embracing myself into this kind of thought and world and uh, thought world and world thought, whatever, it is really like, well, people like to think, people like to, to dream and people just seem to be hating fucking acting or doing things. Really funny, really funny and really interesting at my point of view at least. But the thing is, yeah, you know, it is a, it is such a common thing. You know, it might be a common thing for me because I'm just often, uh, I'm, I'm often reading it, you know, that people are somehow like complaining about not having enough time. They're complaining about not being in shape. They're complaining about not being healthy. But in the end, it is, it is about complaining. In the end, it is about complaining and it is really not about doing something about it. It is really not about just then also doing something about it. Of course, some people do. Some people do, and I'm really glad that those people are doing it. Some people are starting to do it and don't stick to it, which is just really unfortunate. And and I don't know, like just the same exact thing with losing weight. Like losing weight is pretty simple. It is not easy. It is simple. Um, and people sometimes want to have it. You know, people sometimes want to lose weight. You know, actually a lot of people want to lose weight. The answer is, okay, work out and eat healthy. And that's it. That's it. That's really quite it, you know. You do not even have to, to eat less, at my point of view, because if you're eating healthy, being able to, you know, the thing is, being able to consume as many calories while, while using or while eating a healthy diet is really not that easy. You know, it is really not that easy as, as it is while having a really bad diet with a lot of cakes, with a lot of sugar, with a lot of fat, with a lot of just unhealthy shit. Like, you know what is unhealthy. The thing is, if you're eating healthy, there is no fucking way that you're just... So there, there is a way, you know, don't get me too wrong. But it's really not that simple, you know. It is really, really not that simple to, um, to consume so many calories. And I know that. And I'm eating quite a lot. I'm eating really quite a lot. And I would say I would... I don't know. I, I've once actually, I've once actually just had a look at my calorie intake, and I think it was like three thousand calories or something. You know, it is quite a lot. You know, it might also be just my digesting system or my metabolism or whatever that just makes me being skinny. You know, because I'm naturally pretty skinny. Yeah, it might be this thing, but yeah, you know, the point that I'm that I was willing to make is that people like to talk, people like to dream, and people seem to be hating fucking, act, fucking acting. It is just insane. It is insanely interesting, actually. Boy, yeah. But yeah. So, um, one way to manage this problem is to shift your focus from wishing you had more time to maximizing the time that you're having. I've read that. So, for example, assuming I can only work from 9am to 5pm, how can I make the most money possible by being really efficient? Assuming I can only write for 15 minutes each day, how can I finish my book as fast as possible? Assuming I can only exercise for 3 hours each week, how can I get in the best shape possible? This line of questioning pulls your focus towards something positive, getting the most out of what you have available, rather than something negative, which means worrying about never having enough time, or just not having something, not being able to do something, and all those things. And uh, it's a really good way. At my point of view, I think it's a really good thing. It's a really great thing. Thumbs up for this thing. Um, furthermore, well-designed limitations can actually improve your performance and help you stop procrastinating on your goals. 
which seems also to be pretty nice. Of course, there are disadvantages as well. Embracing constraints main, means accepting that you are operating at, at less than your full potential. Yes, there are plenty of ways to work smarter and not harder, but it is difficult to avoid the fact that we are that we spend um, to avoid the fact that where you spend your time matters. If you invest more time into your health and your relationship, your career or your career, you would likely see improved results in that area. I would say so as well. I would say so as well. Option three, you know, the option three out of four options, no. Out of three options. So it's actually the last option. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, that we're having. That we're having here. And as yet, pretty good article from Jeff, Jeff Clear. You know, this is no, his, his new name is Jeff Clear. He's now Jeff Clear. I don't fucking, I don't fucking care. He's now Jeff Clear. Option three. The seasons of life. A third way to manage your four burners is by breaking your life into seasons. What if instead of searching for perfect work-life balance at all times, you divided your life into seasons that focused on particular area? Areas. Really good thing. Really, really, really good thing. The importance of your burners may change throughout life. When you are in your 20s or 30s and you don't have any children, it can be easier to get to the gym and chase career ambitions. The health and work burners are on full blast. A few years later, you might start a family and suddenly the health burner dips down to a slow slip to a slow simmer, while your family burner gets more gas. Another decade passes and you might revive. Is it revive? <laughs> I think it is definitely not revive, uh, but revive. Is it revive? Revive relationships with old friends or pursue that business idea you had been putting off. You don't have to give up on your dreams forever, but life rarely allows you to keep all your burners going at, going at once. Maybe you need to let go of something for the season. You can do it all in a lifetime, but not at the same damn time. In the words of Nathan Barry, commit to your goal with everything you have for a season. Furthermore, there is a there is a often there is often a multiply effect that occurs when you dedicate yourself fully to a given area. In my cases, you can achieve more by do, by going all in on one given task for a few years than by giving in a lukewarm effort for 30 years or even 50 years as he says maybe it is maybe it is best to strive for seasons of imbalance and rotate through them as needed for the last five years i have been in my entrepreneurship season i built a successful business but i came with costs but it came with costs i turned my f i turned my friends burner way down and my family burner is only running halfway what season are you in right now would be actually really interesting, you know, put it down in the comments, would be interesting for me. Or just hit me up on social media, would be really, really interesting. But as I'm thinking about it, and I think it is just a really, it is a really good statement, you know. I think it is a really good statement because it puts you, or at least me, into just a really thoughtful position. And in a really like, okay, in a position where I can say that I'm, honest, that I'm able to understand myself, you know, that I'm... That I don't have to feel bad about just maybe not spending as much time with friends as I could. And um, also maybe not just, uh, I don't know, not doing so much with my family. Or just, well, actually, actually putting all the energy that I'm having into the podcast and whatever that I'm doing. And nearly all the energy that I'm having. But quite a lot of energy, you know, quite a lot of energy quite a lot of energy into the podcast 
into the content in general and also in my workouts. You know, pretty lately I've been stepping up this game. I'm, I'm, I don't know if you know that, you know, but sometimes when you've been just in the game for quite some time, you kind of forget about stepping up your progress and, and stepping up your game actually. And I'm, I have been doing it the past few, I think, I think the past few months I've been actually really thinking about it, you know, not only in terms of working out, but also in terms of the whole meditation thing, because I've seen that I, I don't know, I have been meditating for 10 minutes a day, you know, always on the evening before I actually had to bed for, I don't know, it must have been just a year or something. And now I've stepped it up to 15 minutes, you know, because I thought like, well, I need to get better. I need to just step up my game. I need to just progress. And I don't know, you know, sometimes you kind of forget about it and I think it is fine, you know, you know, you can't be just thinking about everything, but um, yeah, it is just incredibly nice then if you just, I don't know, remind yourself of it and um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty nice, it's pretty damn nice, pretty damn nice and it also feels just incredibly great that I'm able to just put so much energy into what I like to do, into something that I believe is worthwhile not only for myself, but also, I hope at least, I really hope, for other people. So work-life balance. Which burners have you cut off? The four burners theory reveals a truth everyone must deal with. Nobody likes being told they can't have it all, but everyone has constraints on their time and energy. Every choice has a cost. So which burners have you cut off? Would be also a pretty interesting thing. Um, there's going to be two footnotes. As always, I'm going to read them. And the first one is, I first heard about the Four Burners theory from Chris Gulabu, 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 I don't know, who heard about it from Joselyn Glay, who read about it in this New York, New York article by David Sedaris, who was told about it by an Australian woman named Pat, who heard about it at the management seminar she attended. If you're keeping score at home and trying to figure out where the Four Burners theory originated from well good luck the above quote comes from the new york article by sedaris 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 and the second one actually is in practice the opposite usually occurs in most cases entrepreneurs spend at least the first five years in business working longer hours and making less money than they would as an employee yeah i think like it is a it is a process and it is a progress thing you know it's it's always been like I think it's always going to be like, okay, you begin with having less. You start with not being good. You start with being actually pretty shitty. You start with whatever the fuck, you know? I guess so. I really think so. But yeah, um, without stretching the episode unnecessarily, this is going to be the end, you know? And I really hope that you've liked it. I really hope that you've been able to learn something or at least that you've been able to be a little bit of just, yeah, a little bit entertained or something. But yeah, I wish you the best health of happiness and also success. And I also hope that you're going to remind yourself on how you're going to be remembered. So basically your legacy, because we can totally shape it, you know? And being remembered as a good person just feels pretty good to me, at least, you know? The thing that is no matter how nice you are and no matter how generous you are, there's still going to be someone, I know, one, maybe even two particular persons or people that uh, do not like you or even hate you. But yeah, I think it is what it is. And 
Um, yeah, think about your purpose as well, because this really matters, you know, to know your purpose and some questions that might help you with that and might also help you with finding a new business idea are what pisses you off the most, you know, because yeah, then change it. And now you have a business and a purpose and, um, why are you here and what are you trying to change on this planet? You know, why are you here and what are you trying to change here? You know, but yeah. I wish you the best. I really have to thank you from the bottom of my heart for viewing this episode, for watching this episode, for being on this channel. It would be nice if you if you subscribe, you know, because I've, I don't know, I've really, I, I just, it would just really make me happy. It would just really, really make me happy. And yeah, also subscribe to the podcast, you know, to the audio version of this particular episode, you know, because there's always a video version and an audio version for all those people that have not as much time to go through a video or watch a video or even do not want to watch a video, you know, because, you know, people are different. People are how they are. But yeah, um, thank you very much. I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart and I'm not gonna, I'm not even overdoing it. Like it's really like that. But yeah, thank you very much and I'll see you. I hope you're happy. I hope you stay happy and i see you the next time. Thank you very much.